Greetings, ladies and mandelgents, and welcome to this latest episode of Tales from Outer Space. Taken from the subreddit HFY. The links to all the stories will be down below, and as always, I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, please consider subscribing. Story number one, Crisis Simulation, written by Raven Cressel. Participant number TRN34, it is now your turn. The speaker spoke up, and I stood up from my uncomfortable metal seat, yawning slightly and stretching out from the kinks as I moved towards the yellow door. I opened, and on the other side I saw a grey blob of a creature that looked bored as it was boring to look at. Slime oozed from the bottom, and there was nothing distinguishable about it, other than it was just barely large enough to be hip height. The alien blurbed at me, and my translator picked up the meaning from the noise. Please follow me while we confirm your data in the test. I shrugged and did as told, the yellow door closing behind me. The blurb creature moved very slowly, however, so my pace had to be forced down so that I didn't have to breeze past it and down the corridor. Current job? None. I've been unemployed for about half an earth year. The blurb seemed to take a moment, which I guess was for it to write down my answer, though for the life of me I couldn't see where or how. Have you been employed at any point in your life by the Terran military, or have you ever taken training from the military tactics? No, I answered truthfully. Have you had any formal education or scientifically inclined fields of study? Nope. And also, the reason for my current unemployment, though I heard that English majors were starting to become popular in alien job markets, now that humans could opt to do some of those. Like this one, a survey of the psychological test of some sort. It paid well, and according to the ad, the whole thing was to help the galaxy as a whole understand the human potential. Fructivine knew what that meant, but money was money, and free hyperspace ticket I'd been given would make it for a quite the swinger in my resume back home. Not that many could claim to have traveled out of Earth, at least not yet. You be designated as a civilian, correct? Yes. A pause and more slime and blurb continued moving down the corridor, rating your personal aggression from 1 to 14, where 0 is none and 14 is as aggressive as possible. How would you rate yourself? Could you give an example of the most extreme form of violence that you've personally participated in? I guess a five, I said with a grimace. The worst I've ever done is shout at another person because they'd been very rude to me. Who did a zero to fourteen scale anyway? I felt weird to try and adjust my mental estimates from base ten. The blurb stopped and I did as well, feeling a slight moment of shock as the perfectly smooth wall opened up to reveal a simple chair that looked far more comfortable than the dingy metal one that I'd been in the waiting room. Please take a seat. The AI will begin the test once you've settled down. The blob didn't wait for me to respond before turning around and heading back out from where it came from. The door closed behind me as I stepped into the room, wondering for a moment what is this test would entail. Only one way to find out. I took a seat and immediately a woman appeared in front of me. There was a shimmering quality to it, which instantly told me that it was a hologram. Her accent was British. Welcome, Tester DRN-34. I am GR-02, and I will be evaluating your psychological profile. Do you have any questions? 
I was never told what was being tested, I commented lightly. Nor should you have been informed as such. GR-02 nodded. Being told what the experiment is for could skew the results. However, should you desire it, we could send you a copy of the investigation's result once it is concluded. Sure, why not? I shrugged. Let's begin the test then. The test shall be an in-depth simulation of a crisis scenario. GR-02 explained, and the lights dimmed in the room around me. The scenario is this. You are the leader of humanity. I definitely like the sound of that. And an innately violent species has declared war on humans. They possess more advanced technology, greater numbers, resources, and military experience. I like the sound of this a lot less. Their intent is to wipe out every single human from the galaxy. A pause followed, and then the screen started to pop up. Screens with numbers and names and maps and data. You may begin... My eyes roamed the room. Hundreds of holograms of simulated paper floated and demanded my attention, and each seemed to represent a veritable wealth of data. Um, I was very suddenly very lost and confused. How long do I have to do this? You have one month to decide on the course of action you will take for the given scenario. Oh, frick. The payment I'd be getting out of this seemed more reasonable now, all things considered. Day 5 Okay, so these enemies have a couple hundred different planets in the, these systems? I pointed at the map in the area of the simulated galaxy. Correct, GR replied calmly. She was always calm, which was slightly irksome. Advancement through the information was slow. Way slow, but I'd been lying if I didn't say that it felt the best damn puzzle I'd ever tackled. What's the estimated population of them? Unknown, your experts claim there should be around 20 billion in the more densely populated ones, but you do not have anything other than estimates to go by. And I have, I, my eyes drifted to the pale blue dot of the planet that was under my care, orbiting around the sun a hundred times larger than the Earth's sun, but otherwise far more alone with the system having only one gas giant and one Mars-like planet. A lonely planet. The scope of the scenario felt, well, it felt like an impossible situation. I just didn't look like there was a way for the race under my care to be saved. There was not a single aspect in which the planet could be protected from the onslaught. I scratched my head and thought some more. Day 12 Laying down on the cot I'd been assigned, I stared holes into the roof of the small room. I was split and I could take however many distractions I wanted while tackling the puzzle. I could even contact home and talk with my family and friends, though I'd been told that I could not give details nor ask for help regarding the simulation. But other than that, I was basically just given free reign. I'd normally just snack around and waste time. But I felt motivated. I wanted to solve this. I wanted to win. Even if everything appeared to be set up in a grim situation as it could have possibly been, today I'd been learning about the political situation of the simulation, and though there were uh, other players in the scenario, none were close enough nor had the resources that they could have any impact on the situation. Numbers kept piling up in the back of my head as I kept thinking. Resources, lives, distances, times, weapons types, shields types, politics. It was all just too damn complex too filled with minutiae that I could just lose myself in. I had to think big picture. Day 17 
They will hunt every last one, I muttered as I scratched my head. Doesn't matter, even if we managed to escape, they would hunt us down, and no one would be willing to take us as refugees with such an army out there. I reached a conclusion with a sense of dread. My aim had been to find a way to evacuate as many people as possible from the planet before invading the force arrived, but, uh, but I watched them get shot down in a dozen simulations and attempted escape. I couldn't help myself but feel the deep revulsion towards these simulated aliens that want to destroy my tiny blue dot. I glared at the red bright points on the represented the enemy ships. I'd find a way. Day 23 It was no use minefields, debris, nuclear bombs that made the Tsar bomber look like a firecracker. It didn't matter. I found other ways to destroy a very good chunk of the fleet sent my way to make them bleed for every damn inch they entered the system. But it wasn't enough. The simulation didn't even have enough time to ensure the perfect defense. And even when the first wave was annihilated, then another would just show up. And another. And another. And another. I bought time, sure, but it was a losing war. There just wasn't enough resources to counter the never-ceasing number of ships that were flung to my tidy system. Even the simulations where I managed to get over half a population out of the system, and then made the star go nova and wreck the entire fleet. And even then, they just make more and more, and soon every last citizen would be blown to bits or hunted down to the last man. The scenario repeated itself once and again. Total annihilation, everyone hunted and slaughtered, never more than a dozen survivors, the species doomed to go extinct within the following generation. Eyes burned as I glared at the couple hundred planets. They had to go. Day 32 Please take a seat. Feeling tired but satisfied, I did as told, taking a position in front of the little blue five-eyed alien and trying very hard not to stare at the bulges that moved under the skin of its cranium. Holding back from shuddering, not is not easy. You have concluded the exam. The alien spoke. Normally, we would send you home and only contact you once more where study was concluded. Is something wrong? I asked, suddenly now feeling slightly nervous. No, nothing wrong. I merely felt doing a personal interview was warranted. The alien looked at me firmly. The translator told me that there was some sense of discomfort in the way that his body adjusted itself in the seat. Your final answer to the crisis scenario was intriguing. I would appreciate it if you could answer some questions. Sure, I shrugged. You made your home star go Nova, he stated, effectively killing eight billion souls, nearly half of the population you've been meant to protect as well as their homeworld. This brought me a grimace. I needed to destroy the whole of the enemy fleet in one go, or I wouldn't have had time needed to retaliate. Retaliate, you say? The body language now appeared disturbed, and I couldn't really blame it. I had to make sure that survivors wouldn't be hunted down, I reasoned out. To do that, I needed to do so much damage to the enemy's manufacturing and economy that they couldn't effectively mount another fleet soon enough to matter. You bombarded every single planet with shielded and stealth pieces of debris of your homeworld, accelerated near the speed of light. There was a dread in his voice, or so the translator told me. Over 800 billion deaths, almost 80% of their population. The complicated part was to make sure that they all struck at the same time, or else I'd have risked them preparing defenses on time. 
I proudly said with a slight grin. I also had to purposely make a few misses and hit the planets in suboptimal angles and only cause them destruction rather than full annihilation. What? Why? Now the translator warned of utter shock. Because I couldn't make a bombardment happen fast enough to prevent them from making a second fleet. I shrugged. By leaving a handful of the worlds merely crippled, rather than actually destroyed, I made sure that the second fleet would turn and attempt to aid the survivors. A sly smirk played on my lips. Which was when the second wave of accelerated debris was meant to hit, but the simulation ended before that point. The alien barely moved, but it seemed to be shifting its eyes that was equivalent of it showing emotions, because boy, was it showing a whole lot of them. My translator simply stopped trying as the mute silence stretched out. Your species will no longer have a homeworld. It finally spoke, in a morbid dread. We'd have lost it anyways when we were exterminated. I waved it off. The test was to try and survive, and I did, crippled and harmless, but the species would survive and whatever enemies remained would no longer be a threat. I just... Uh, the alien slumped in his chair, looking at me for long seconds. Could you tell me at least why you didn't attempt to negotiate a ceasefire? A moment stretches out, and I can only blink in shock. Um, that, uh, was an option. End of chapter. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed. If you did, please consider supporting the author from the link down below. Otherwise, if you wish to support this channel, there are numerous ways to do so, like liking, subscribing, and possibly even becoming a patron. Otherwise, the easiest way would be to share. And until the next video, I hope that you all have a good one, and I'll see you then. Cheers.